When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Friday, March 25th, the win, Las Vegas, baby. We're going to be there. T.T. Jerry's coming on stage April 8th, the Egyptian Room at the Old National Center in Indianapolis, Indiana. April 9th, Denver, Colorado. April 16th, Wall Street Theater, Norwalk, Connecticut. April 29th, Wind Creek Event Center in Pennsylvania. ChristyComedy.com for all the Tiki Wikis. Thank you, guys. We'll see you at the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. Um, I have a stuffy, wuffy nose today, and I don't feel good. And um, listen, I said, though, they got my ass out of bed. Pimp and Vanity are in the background with masks on. They got my ass out of bed, and they said, you have to do this. You have to do this for the people, just like Vladimir Putin gets up every day for his people. I get up for mine. And um, no, I'm kidding. I, um, I went to Seattle uh, by the way, I just want to say quick shout out. I was just in Seattle. Love Seattle. The Moore Theater was great. Um, it started to rain, and um, I knew that I was going to get sick because I had on just a little leather jacket. I felt like like I felt like a like like an eighteen year old girl. Like I was like I just I had like a, the jacket on like over my back with not my arms through, and I was just like I just want somebody to hold me. I'm so cold, and I got sick, and. Um, and I knew I knew I was gonna get sick. I woke up the next morning in Seattle. I was like, I'm gonna get sick. And then a little, little by little, stuffy nose, not feeling good. And then yesterday it like blew up. I was at uh, a kid's birthday party, Delilah's birthday party, uh, Delilah's friend's birthday party, and I just um, I got uh, I started to get sick, like really not feel good. And to try to make it better, they had a bar in the back of this bowling alley where they where they were having a. Uh, um, uh, Delilah's friend's party. So I started drinking hot toddies and I got kind of wrecked off drinking hot toddies, which is like whiskey and tea in the back of this birthday party because it was mixing like the Theraflu. And Jasmine was like, are you drunk? I was like, you're drunk. And then, <laughs> so I think also today might be a cold plus a little bit of a hangover. But I do want to just say one thing real quick and I, and I, and I just want to be very crystal clear about what I'm about to say. The show in Seattle was great. Then I did a show in Portland, Okay. Now, the people who came to the show in Portland, amazing people. They Amazing people besides the four people I had to throw out of the show. I have never once in 500 plus headlining shows ever thrown out one person, ever. I've never thrown out anybody in a comedy show. Here, you can bring it in. Thanks. This is Jasmine's Arms. If you want arms like that, go to patreon.com slash jazzy method, and you can have arms like that too. Also, um, uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, you don't have any hair on your body. You're like a hairless person. You're a hairless person. No, I think it's nice that you don't have any hair. I think it's nice that you don't have any hair. I'm growing all my hair now. One time I dated a girl, it felt like I was laying next to my dad. Um, so I did Portland. And the, the people I had to throw out of the show in Portland, um, one of them had a tattoo of Anxiety Tuesday and Hey Babe tattooed on their arm. And you were such a drunk, you were so drunk and annoying that 
you have to understand one thing for the people who are listening to this podcast or at the show in Portland. You have to understand one thing about me is I think that I have a lot of tolerance compared to my peers. I, my peers used to not be, I've never thrown anybody out of my show. That's very, that's like insane because drunk people coming all the time. I always just deal with it. I always just deal. What were they screaming? With people. They, it wasn't even that they were screaming any, it's just, I would be setting up a joke and they go, or they do things like that. Like th what I want to say about Portland is it's the most entitled, it's the most, and again, not the people, not the people who are at the show. The people at the show are my fans. I appreciate you guys coming. You are, mo you are great besides those, those people in the front row. But Portland is a city, truthfully, I wanna, I'm ready to say this right now, and I've thought a lot about it. I, I, it's, it's the worst city in the United States. It is a disgusting, it looks disgusting. It's homeless people everywhere. Fucking piles of human shit wherever you go. Everybody's an entitled, passive-aggressive, woke asshole. Then I come and do the shows, and literally the type of power that these people think they have, it was so... It was the most annoying, it was the most annoying show I've ever done, and it was the most annoying city I've ever been to. Now, I, if I go back to Portland, please come out, because it's not your, it's not your guy's fault, the people who were at the show, but even, even the people who I had to throw out. Wait, so you threw out a guy with a tattoo of you? Yeah, I had to throw out a guy with a tattoo of me, <laughs> and then he messaged me, like, drunk at four o'clock in the morning, right? And then, here's where the story gets crazy. I had to throw at him plus three other people. There was this guy, another guy, sitting near him who was just such a drunk asshole. I had to throw him out. He wouldn't leave. He wouldn't, and, I, and then I said, I said, this side of the, I said, do you guys have like Tourette's? Like this, they feel like this side of the room feels like they have Tourette's. He wouldn't leave, this guy. He would after he was like, I paid for a meet and greet. And I was like, he's, I don't want to meet him. Like he's out, whatever. I said, I'll even give him his money back. I even told the people I threw out. I was like, I'll give you guys your money back. You just, you're ruining the show for everybody else. So you have to get out. And people were clapping and like, you, people were like thanking me after the show. They were like, you, thank you. Cause like these people sucked. So, so I, I throw him out and then we're doing the meet and greet and, and the, the, the staff um, of Revolution Hall, who was great, by the way, the staff of Revolution Hall was awesome. They, they told me, they're like, look, he's in the showroom and like, we're just like kind of blocking you, but like, he's being like a belligerent drunk and we've called the police, but the police, because they defunded the whole police department, it takes like an hour for a police officer to come truthfully. So like, did you and Sergio start warming up? Yeah, well, no, Sergio, <laughs> Sergio said straight up. Sergio was like, Sergio says exactly this. He says to me, he goes, if he gets through that barricade pop, he said, he's going to get laid out. He says, I'm going to lay him out. He said, so just stay behind me. Like Sergio was, if this kid doesn't understand, like if he would have gotten through and even if he was just being silly with me, like Sergio was fully in like war mode, ready. He like he didn't even look like Sergio. He had like little beads of sweat coming off the top of his head. I was like, yikes. Like he, like, you know, when you look at someone, you could tell they're angry. That's what Sergio looked like. Like he, he wasn't even joking around. Like he was pacing, waiting for him like a pit bull, just waiting for this guy to come to the door. And he didn't come through the door. But they were like, I was like, yeah, where are the cops? And they were like, it, even the staff were like, it just takes so long for Portland police to come now because they've defunded the whole police department. And it's like, it's like the whole, it's like, it's a mental illness. That entire region of the country is a mental illness. Like, the, like even the woman in Seattle, who I like Seattle, but even a woman, I went in there and I said, can I have a, a black iced coffee? And she goes, do you mean a coffee with no cream? I said, yeah, black iced coffee. That's what we say in New York. She goes, well, here we don't use that word. We say coffee with no cream. And I was like, okay, Dexter. Um, 
<laughs> I was like, okay. And then, and then I walked in, and I didn't have a mask on, and she was going like this, just pointing at her face like that. I was like, what, do I have cum on my face? What, what are you looking at? What, what do you want? Like the, 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 the pretentiousness. So here's another thing, too. Here's, let me just say this. Let me just say this. And, it, and you know me, dude, I, but it's just, it becomes a thing where it's like, what are you doing? I go to see, I go uh, uh, in Portland. I said, where is a good restaurant to go to the hotel? person i said where's a good restaurant to go and they gave me some name they were like i, I they said i would 100 go here whatever the name was it is a black owned business and that's what i think we should be supporting so i would go here i was like cool i i have no that's fine but is, is it good food like i'm looking to get good food and she was like it's excellent food and it's black owned and i was like okay that's great i don't care like w i don't understand like what like when I, if i ask you for food like I don't care who owns the place, who doesn't own the place. Like, just tell me where the best fucking food is. And it's like this, this thing that like uh, in their head, like the people of Portland, when I was there, I was like, what is like, like you're living in like, um, I don't know, some like alternate reality almost where you're like, you people like don't understand. Like I, I, I oh, I saw uh, this is what I'm trying to get to. Sorry, I'm sick. I'm on that Theraflu. Sergio, this is how wild this is. And I have the voice notes. This is how wild this night gets. So I go to the airport. Sergio calls me. He goes, bro, the people that you threw out are right outside my hotel room, direct, directly outside my hotel room. I was like, what? And then he goes, bro, listen. And he started voice recording them, voice noting them of them just running their mouth about me. And they were like, that, um, that they identify as someone who has Tourette's and how offensive that was and uh, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh my God, you fucking little pussies. Here, wait, let me see if, I, let me see if, if it'll come through. Sergio was like, I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. I was like, I know, I can't either. Can you hear it or no? Oh. But you heard him? He says, I identify as having Tourette's. <laughs> what did oh, you and then, and then, how about this? Like, these, like, great people, you know, because they always, the thing is with Portland and a place like that, everybody thinks they're the best person. They don't think they make any mistakes. Like, we're great. The kid with the Hey Babe tattoo and Anxiety Tuesday tattoo I had to throw out, somebody recorded him get drunk. He was falling on the floor drunk, getting into his car and driving away. I was like, way to go, you little fucking scumbag. Why they bring up Tourette's? You made fun of their Tourette's? Well, no, I said, I said that the, the, I said this side of the room is like, it's like they have Tourette's. I was like, do you guys have Tourette's? Because they, like, I'd go into a joke, they go, bah, bah, like that. So I was like, do you guys, like, have Tourette's? But they were being drunk idiots. What I will say, the one good thing about Portland is there's this place called Hot Yai Fried Chicken. I've never had chicken from Thailand, and, I, and that, it's a Thailand-inspired fried chicken place. And I got to be honest, man, you lady boys know how to fry a chicken. It feels, it tasted fantastic. Because I'm not a fried chicken guy. I'm not, I don't really eat fried chicken. Unless it's from black-owned businesses. Um, but, but how are the I, streets? Were the streets dangerous? The streets are just, just dangerous. Bro, you have to see where hotel, where Sergio was staying was like a war zone. Like homeless encampments everywhere, shit everywhere. It's like, my thing is, is this. Is again, now, maybe I didn't go to the good parts of Portland. Maybe going downtown was not good. Fine. But Seattle, Seattle has a lot of homeless too. And I understand it's like that whole, because what I've, what I've, you know, I would ask the crowds and ask the people, like, none of them want this. Like, they all are like, we don't want homeless on the streets. We don't want this. But yet, they vote for it. So I don't understand 
it's like I don't know what happens out there, and that it's almost like that whole side of the country is like maybe because of the weather. There's like not that much sun there. It's always like misty and kind of cold. Maybe it's like just like people want to hate themselves because it's so the terrain is so beautiful. Seattle is so green and luscious with the rain. Portland is just not Portland's like a little bit more landlocked. It's like by the river, but it's just like you know, I don't know, man. I. I couldn't believe that I had to throw people out. But I d genuinely believe it's because people from Portland are like that. Like, they, like there's this pretentiousness to them, this entitlement, where they think like, like, it's like that thing where if you don't think like me, you don't act like me, you must be a bad person kind of thing. But it was just like, yo, shut up. Like, I, ev everybody has, a, they still have masks, mandates there. Like, you have to, like, it's a, it's a, it's an ideology. Like, they love it. They can't wait to fucking keep the mask on. They love it. By the way, pilot, two pilots, me flying to Seattle and me when I landed from Portland last night, both of them said April 17th, no more mask mandates for planes. They got inside info. They said it's going to be optional by, May, uh, by, uh, by, I'm sorry, by April 17th, which is the day I leave for Puerto Rico. April 22nd, we're doing a show at uh, La Resperada. La, La, I'll post it. Yeah, I'll post it. Um, but... Yeah, I'm sorry that I may be like a little discombobulated today, but I just, I literally, I, Portland got me sick. Portland gave me a fever. That's what happened. I thought it was Seattle, but it was Portland. But I do want to go back. I would go back because the fans, my fans who were there were so cool and so nice, except for these four or five people. But like, I, I, I couldn't believe like, it almost too like started to make me mad because I was like, what is wrong with these people? Like, you get this drunk? Like, like how fucking weak of a little weak bitch are you? Like, deal with your problems. Don't get drunk and come. Don't get, ass, you know, blackout drunk and come to a comedy show and ruin it for everybody else. Deal with your problems. Go to therapy. Go to BetterHelp. Don't, like, you know, like, I've never gotten drunk like that and acted like that. Like, you acted like an idiot. Like, a full fucking idiot. Um, so, what can you do? I mean, how was your guys' weekend? Uh, Did you do anything? I saw Chappelle go up at the cellar. That was great. People also stormed out of that. Belligerent. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Somebody walked out of my Seattle show. Somebody stormed out because of, you know, you, I don't think in places like that, if you, you can't even say the word trans. If you say it, it's, you know, like, it's bad. But Chappelle's leaning into it now. Well, yeah, whatever. He's Do having what? fun. God bless. I, um, yeah, I, uh, but, you know. I feel like... Well, as long as you didn't get stabbed like Shaw, right? Remember somebody tried to... Was that in Portland? Pretty sure. One yeah. of those weird cities. I could see Portland. I could. It's funny, too, because like when you're driving, we drove from Seattle to Portland, and when you're driving from um, like the state of Washington town, it says, the sign says, welcome to Portland. It's like you... Like, Portland is so close to this. Oh, with the shitty deer? Isn't it like a deer jumping or something? No, it's, it's, not, it's not that. It's literally under the th sign that says, Welcome to Oregon. I'm sorry, Welcome to Oregon. And it says, Welcome to Portland. There's a homeless encampments. Like, you don't see any homeless tents until you get to Portland. There's tents everywhere. Like, uh, at the sign. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I, uh, spent, I spent St. Patrick's Day there years ago before quarantine, like three years before quarantine. Why were you over there? I was filming a, f a fishing show. In Portland? Outside of Portland. Did you like it or not really, Portland? Back then, before 
everything, it was not safe, and I didn't like it. And there were so many protests about Korea. People were fighting about North Korea in the streets. Interesting. And there was, like, people going streaking. It was nuts. Yeah, well, we, we went to Voodoo Donuts. We wound up going to one that's, like, off the beaten path a little bit. But the main one, which is downtown, we were going to go. But there's homeless encampment. Like, there's piles of human shit everywhere. Like, you can't even... Like, I don't understand how businesses work down there. Like, what... like. Listen, and I know homeless crisis, there's a mental health issue. I understand, like, I'm not saying burn them. I'm saying, like, we need, there has to be a place where we can help them and get them off the street. You actually did say burn them with Ari. Did I say burn them? Yeah. Oh, no, but I didn't mean that. Uh, no, I don't, because I know people's <laughs> circumstances, anybody's circumstances can make them be homeless. I get it. But it almost feels like they want to be homeless in Portland. It almost feels like they want, they, that's what they want. Dude, it's scary on West 4th. There's new homeless that are like, Durant. it's really scary here, man. It's scary everywhere. It is. I, I took a Babbel, everybody. Babbel is the language learning technology that works for me. Everybody in my family speaks Spanish, and I think they're talking shit about me. So what they don't know is I'm catching up to what they're saying because I've been using Babbel, okay? It's bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. So it's 15-minute lessons. It makes it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. And what, they, what I like about them is they don't use AI technology software. They use actual language experts that came together, actual human beings, no robots that came together, and they made this perfect little app that teaches you how to speak the different language in the right way, and people from that country won't even know that you're really just an American spy on Babbel learning the, that country's little secrets. It helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcast games, video stories, and even live classes. Comes with 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. That is, and if you go to B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash chaos, that's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash chaos for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Sheet boxer briefs, bot... Listen, if you know me, you know I got a wide I got a wide set ass and I have long testicles. And it's very difficult for me to find the perfect boxer brief and sheath does it. They're the most comfortable boxer briefs I've ever worn in my life. If you're sick, sick of boxes that are too loose or briefs that are too tight, which is me, sheath this for you and sheath this for me. I mean, they gave me a pair of them and I was like, this is amazing. It doesn't even feel like I was wearing underwear. I thought I was going commando, but she, it just it just becomes a, it becomes a part of your package. It's the best. It's particularly useful for staying cool during the summer and while working out. That's true. It keeps, it keeps my sack nice and cool. Um, sheath underwear... Is um they have these dual pouches that keep your man's parts separated, which is true. My nothing ever touches, and and they got this they got this little pouch where it's sometimes I like to just be silly and I can just have the nuts hang out but keep the penis in. It's it's just you know it's just silly things I like to do with my family. Go to sheathunderwear.com and get the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear. That's S-H-E-A-T-H underwear.com. And for Chrissy Chaos listeners, if you use the promo code chaos, you will get 20% off your order. That's sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code chaos. That's C-H-A-O-S for 20% off your order. They're the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs you've ever worn in your life. This is true. Plus, they have brand new materials like bamboo and mesh for even more cooling comfort. I love bamboo. Shout out pandas. I went to uh, Olympia, which is the state capital, Seattle. We were driving past it, and I wanted to get a picture with the Capitol building because I'm trying to get a picture of in front of every state capital. I have like 25 of them, and the and the and the officer uh, who's like guarding like the the Capitol building, like in Olympia. I, I was like, hey, Serge, like I was like quickly run out, take a picture. 
And we took a picture, and then he goes, what are you guys doing? And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I just want to take a quick picture in front of the state capitol building. And he was like, why? And I was like, because I'm taking a picture with every state capitol, I want to get all 50 states. And he was like, that's something you think is cool? And me and Sergio were like, yeah. And then he was like, okay. And then, like, left, and Sergio was like, damn, he was making fun of you, Pop. I was like, I know. It is. Hey, listen, I'm teaching my daughter. I'm teaching Delilah state capitol. She knows, like, eight of them already now. Because I don't know why. It is useless information to know every state capital. It's pretty, pretty useless. But I don't know. I'm not really that good at math. I don't know how to teach her useful things. I can teach her every state capital, how to podcast, and how to shoot free throws. I'm, I'm good free throw shooter in basketball. So she, But she hates basketball. She hates math. And to be honest, she's like, she hates that I try to teach her state capitals. Um, Venetia, guess what? I started watching Euphoria yesterday oh my god yo the first episode of euphoria I, I gotta be honest the first episode of euphoria i in the middle of it i was like should i shut this off like it's getting kind of weird and then when they get like to the part where like she starts using drugs and they show like these drug trips and then the way episode one ends with like a reveal do you remember it's it been like two over two years since. So I the way episode this is spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched and you want to see it, just earmuffs. But the way episode so there's a there's a they show a scene of an older man like getting like a high school girl to a hotel room and is oh, like yeah. fucking her and all that shit whatever. And she sees a picture on her phone mm-hmm. of this guy of the guy's family like she's and he's like oh shit so whatever. Yeah. It's just like a throwaway scene you think and then at the end of the show the like star football player. It's like in that girl who was having sex with the older guy's face, like about to like, you know, fucking whatever, beat her up or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then like things get squashed because the girl goes crazy, like with a knife and is like, I'll fucking kill you. And then they show that star quarterback player, like, you know, apologize and like be drunk and go home. And when he's going home and he goes up into his house, he walks past the picture that was on that guy's phone. That guy is his father. His father's like a sexual fucking predator. That, and I was like, yo, but then I, I have a headache. I was like, uh. nah, it's a it's a really good show. It's very well shot, but it's like some freaky shit. I don't think. Does it get even crazier? Like it, as gets, you, it, gets, it gets way, way better, way crazier. It definitely questions, uh, you know, having kids in this time because it's like fucking wild. What's going on? Well, that's on. what me and Jazz were saying. We were like, yo, like we were like, we feel like. We feel like no matter, like, how do we, we were watching, that's the exact thing we were watching. When we were watching this, that's all we said. We were like, how do we prevent the kids from doing drugs? Like, how is it possible? And we're like, I guess we can't. Like, we just, like, would tell them how bad it is, tell them what could happen, you know, like, all that stuff. But, like, if if you sit down and show them euphoria, they're going to think it's cool. So, like, it's almost like it's this show where it's, like, I'm having, again, I've only seen one episode. I don't know, you know, but I'm having a tough time as a parent where I'm like, this is making drug, like it's making it all seem normal and cool and whatever. And I'm just a little bit like, is this, what can I do? What am I supposed to do here? I personally think you should be more afraid of them having woke friends who all write an essay about you. Right. I know, right? I know. I know. Oh yeah. My, My daughters, I know, I know. Uh, somebody in my daughter's class I, again I'm stupid I, I shouldn't have said this but uh, you know you just like I'm always like in comedy mode and a daughter my daughter uh last week was like whatever 
you know, Katie's, Katie's mom said you're not famous. And I was like, and I was like, and I just, again, just joking around. I was like, well, that's because Katie's family's poor. And, and she, and she was like, what? I was like, I'm just kidding. I was like, I don't know. I was like, yeah, daddy's really not famous. I was like, it's just comedy, the internet, whatever. And she's like, okay. She went and told Katie that her family was poor. Yeah. And now it's like this girl's family thinks I said that, which I did, but I was just kidding. But like, you have to always be like with a six-year-old, like, I should have thought, like, why would you say that, Chris? Even Jazz, like, why would you say, like, why in the fucking world would you say that? And it is this interesting thing, though, that happens. Like, some parents in school, like, they don't, like, uh, you could tell, like, they don't, like, necessarily like me because of my career. It's like, it's like this thing's, this thing happens. Like, it happened in Seattle, where a guy wanted to take a picture with me. So, of course, I took a picture. And then his girlfriend and her friends were like, we don't even know who you are. And they were, like, getting mad at me. I'm like, I didn't ask for this. I was walking to Starbucks to get a coffee. Your boyfriend stopped me to take a picture. I didn't ask for any of this. I just was literally on my, I was on my phone with my head down walking. And your dumb goon boyfriend stopped me to take a picture. And I politely took a picture with him. So, I don't need you telling me that you don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. I don't even know who I am. I don't know who I am, but it's like this thing that happens where like, even like with, I was at a birthday party yesterday, this guy came up to me, like one of the dads, he was like, people say like you're a comedian, but I've never seen any of your stuff. It's like, I, I again, I don't care. Why do you say that to me? Why like, why do you say, like, you? Why, I, I don't, we were all at a birthday party. He's like, oh, everybody says you're a comedian. He's like, but I've never seen any of your stuff. I was like, yeah, if you want to watch it, like it's online. He goes, what do I type in? And I was like, <sighs> I, I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was Baron Trump. That's what I said to type in. Type in Baron Trump. Oh, is today his birthday? Wow, 16. He's a tall kid, Baron Trump. He seems like, the Baron, again, he's young, but Baron Trump, I do feel bad for in all this. He just is an innocent, he just looks like an innocent kid. Like, he's just there, you know? Imagine your fucking father was Donald Trump. Could you imagine? Could you imagine my dad was Donald Trump and I'm still doing a podcast? I'd start a podcast immediately trashing him. It'd be yeah. the biggest podcast out. Speaking of podcasts, you see uh, Rogan said he will not have Trump on. Why not? He said, I actually respect Joe Rogan for what he said. He said, I want to be an observer. I don't want to have influence on anything that goes on with these politicians. He was like, I've learned my lesson having these people on. He goes, I'm an observer. I'm a private citizen. I don't want, he goes, I understand the weight my show carries now, and I don't want that. He goes, I want to go back to the roots of the show. And he said, comedy and scientists. That's what he wants to have on. Comedians and scientists again. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to have, he goes, because if I have Trump on, then it automatically becomes this thing. It was cool. It was like a clip. Um, I forgot who he was on with. Um, but he was like, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I want to maintain neutrality. I, 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 I have to do that. And I was like, I get it. I get it. I, I get, because I was always thinking like, yeah, he could easily have Trump on. He could easily have Fauci on. Maybe it was, they, he doesn't want them on because he doesn't want to be a part of it all, which I respect. Like, honestly, like when I watch, you know, like like Rogan, what he has to go through, or like, you know, the PD Kim K drama, it's like, it would make me, like, I, I truly would be like, I don't want that at all. I think one thing that's happened in my life is I realized like, you know, like different gods, like Ari Shafir was talking about it the other day, like, you know what your God is? Like some people's God is money and that's fine. That's truthfully, totally fine. We need people like that. But I realized like, that's not, that's not actually what, 
I want. I mean, you have a, you ha- want to have enough of it, but like for me, it's like it's like freedom to be around my family. And the more that you go down those routes, where like you have want to be like this celebrity, big time celebrity, or have big time politicians on and do all that stuff, the, you lose privacy, and then that makes me lose time with my family so like I'm I really believe if my career stopped tomorrow which is very likely if my career stopped tomorrow I would be happy with with what I've had like even even the theaters doing the theaters there are thousand seaters like listen I definitely want to get to 2,000 seaters but if I don't I don't because I'm like you know what I have pretty much my anonymity like I was walking around Seattle and Portland got recognized once maybe twice you know like I don't I don't I don't need to be like having the streets shut down. It's not what I want at all, but you have to, but I'm around. It's an interesting thing because when I first started comedy, I thought that's what I wanted. Uh, I'm sure people at home, you might be listening, be like, no, 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 that's what you want. But when you're around, like I've kind of seen it, the curtain pulled back. I've been around extremely famous people, you know, through comedy and they all seem unhappy. They, they all seem like, um, not even unhappy. They, I, I, should, I take that back. A lot of them do seem happy. They, they just, like, you kind of, you see the bullshit. Like, it's not as glamorous as you think. Like, their lives are the same as ours, except a few minutes of the day. But those few minutes of the day are actually very stress-inducing. Like, you know, like when you go do a movie or something like that, like, you, you want to go on set? You want to go be on set for six months? If you got a family, no. You know how much these actors and actresses miss their families? but you just see them winning the award and you think, oh, there's all this glam there. But there's not, you know, it, 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 it's not. It's not really as glamorous as you think it is. It's, it's a lot of like travel, being away, being alone, questioning your morality, anything you put is scrutin- anything you put online is scrutinized. Like the, some of the shit my friends do, and not that I'm saying I'm, pra- uh, uh, you know, I'm against it, but some of the things my friends say in public to each other or whatever is like I would be thrown in prison if somebody recorded me saying what they said. But they nobody cares about what they say. Nobody care. Their their words are not a news story, and neither are my words. Not yet. But it could happen where it's like you get in a big TV show or movie, and then all of a sudden anything you say becomes a news story. Like you know, like like Shane Gillis when he got on SNL and he had you know he said that thing, uh, whatever the joke that he had about Chinese people six months before. It's like if he if there was no SNL, that would just be another bit. Like he wouldn't have had to go through what he went through, you know. So it's like actually like I think being famous is becoming less and less cool. Do you know? In, in I think it was the Greeks. If you at a certain point in history, if you came home and told your mom and dad that you wanted to be an actor or an actress, they would either mercy kill you or kill themselves. That was a real thing. I, I, I forgot where I saw it. I saw it, I think I heard it in a movie about like, or some documentary about how the Greeks used to mercy kill themselves and their kids if they wanted to be actors and actresses. Um, with that, I have an audition today. Um, Pete Davis is not going into space, uh, which I, to be honest with you, if you gave me the opportunity tomorrow to change places with him to go into space, I would not go. I don't want to go into space. I don't care at all what's in space. I don't care about going to space. I don't care about skydiving. I don't need to do these things. I don't care. I truthfully like couldn't care less if I ever in a million years went in space. What would be your version of going to space? What would be so special to you? A so special thing to me? Um, would be um, I would like to uh, play one uh, one um, game for the New York Yankees. If you told me I could be the shortstop for the New York Yankees for nine innings, that would be me going to space. 
<laughs> yeah. And just hopefully I I just get drilled with a ball and get a fucking concussion. Yeah, that that's that's what I'd rather play one game for the New York Yankees than ever go to space. I don't want to do anything. Here's what I'll tell you. I'd rather go I don't like heights. So I don't want to go up. I want to go down. If you told me you were going on a mission to the core of the earth, I might listen. I'd rather go in than up. I don't want to go up. I don't care. What is, what's, okay, so you get to space. What is it? You know, now you're in a big vacuum cleaner? Like what? Okay, I'm in, I'm in space now. Now what? Now I have to get back down. First of all, can you even, do you get cell phone signals in space? Is, am I going to be able to tweet? If I can't go IG live from space, what's the point? Maybe that's what Pete found out. I was like, yeah, you can't even IG this. So it's like, why would I do it then? I don't know. I, which I really wouldn't. I, 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 I don't care at all about like a hot air balloon ride. No, thanks. I'll never, I don't care about, I also don't, I don't ever want to go to Antarctica. I don't want to ever do that. Um, I don't want to go to China. Um, I'll go to Japan. I don't, I have no desire to go to China. I don't want to go to India. Um, I don't want to go to Russia. You can do shows in India though. You know, it's, I, I, I love the people, you know, I love the people. I love the culture, but I, I just, I just have no desire to go. You know, I, I don't want to go like, you know, I don't want to go to, um, I'm going to the UK this summer. I'm going to the UK. That I like. I like Western Europe more than Eastern Europe. But I'm not shitting on Eastern Europe. I'm not, I have no problem with it. I just, you know, some people don't want to come to New York. I get it. <sighs> Sorry. I'm sick. I know that this episode probably stinks, but I, you have to see, they had to get me out of bed. I was, it's like noon now, almost noon. I, if they didn't wake me up, I'd still be sleeping. Oh, you know why? I'm sneezing. Uh, because I got a haircut in this chair last week and I didn't clean up the hairs. So the hairs are floating around and everybody knows. Look at this. This is Jasmine's. Jasmine has a baby and her father, Papi, that I'm drinking coffee out of. Oh, by the way, guess what? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I'm going to be there this Friday, March 25th, Las Vegas. We're doing the win, Papi. I'm doing the win in Las Vegas. I'm going to Austin tomorrow, going to do the Tom Segura show, which comes out April 6th, the same day as my special, my stand-up comedy special. Go to youtube.com slash Comedy, like and subscribe. We're dropping my special. I'm very, very proud of it. The pimp crushed it. Um, we're very proud of it. And um, so we got Las Vegas this weekend if you guys want to come. And um, if any, anyone wants to marry TT, it's on the table. Yes, She T. said T. she would marry a fan. TT Jerry said she would marry a fan, guy or girl, doesn't matter. She will marry a fan. She will be there. She's coming with us. TT Jerry is coming with us to the show. If you want to come, if you're there March 24th, the Las Vegas Knights are having me come out. Um, and they like ring like this bell or something like that or spin this wheel to like get the crowd going. So I'm the guy that's going to spin the wheel. Uh, I think they're giving me a jersey. Um, they were giving me a jersey and they kept, it took me three hours to figure out what number I want. They're like, what number do you want? Would what? you do 69? No, I was going to do that. But I, I, came, I came down, I came to 56 just because I said Delilah was born in May, Violet was born in June. So this way, five, six, fifth month, six month, 56. But, uh, but, but at first I tried to get them all in there. You know, I was like, oh, Tristan too, like five, six. He was born in July. So 500, I was like, can I have number 567? 
And then Jazz is born in April. I was born, born in August. I'm like, can I have four, 45,678? And they were like, no, it has to be two numbers. So I said, all right, 56. At first, I was going to put a zero because that's how I feel. <laughs> Just a donut. Um, this woman says, I had brain surgery that kept but kept taking nudes in my hospital bed for OnlyFans, as you should, because you have an OnlyFans, you have an obligation to the fans. I mean, it's not my fault you have brain surgery. I still, my, I'm getting charged the $8 or whatever it is for your OnlyFans, so I appreciate the support. And to be honest with you, like, I would actually appreciate a discount a little bit because... Are, are you going to tell your kids about OnlyFans and Euphoria? Yeah, well... I'm going to say, well, T.T. Jerry is dead, 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 dead serious about getting an OnlyFans. She should. She got legs. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I'm not going to be on the next three weeks of Hey Babe. Yeah, it's pretty wild, dude. The next three weeks of Hey Babe, you won't see Chrissy D just because we're banking episodes. So you'll see Brian Quinn and Joe DeRosa filling in for me. But it's like, oh, my God, am I going to lose Hey Babe? It's, 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 what if, like, everybody's like that they'd rather that combo I don't know. What would I do? What could I do, right? And Brian Quinn has been on many times. Yeah, didn't Brian Quinn have to do, didn't DeRosa miss like three taste buds because of, why did he miss a month? What happened? Oh, that's right. Yeah. How much time are we at? Oh my God, really? Dude, I, I have like a, it like hurts to talk. I have, you know what it is? I just, it's all stuck here. Like, it's just stuck. Just fucking stuck. It's, I, it's I, so funny that you've been around like COVID so many times, but then rain got you so sick. Rain, you know, you know what happened too? It got me sick. And then when we land, like the plane, like one side of my head was just clogged. Look, listen, it is a little wild, okay? Let, let's be honest. It is. I know that there's people that have way, way, way harder jobs and work 10 times more than me. I get all that. But, like, flew to Seattle, did a show in Seattle, then drove to Portland, did the show in Portland, then immediately got on a flight from Portland, a red eye, landed in New York at 9 a.m., could only sleep two, three hours, had to take Delilah to a birthday party, and then we had to do these podcasts. So, like... Lukash, you know, the, the, the podcast doctor, my family doctor was like, it's you're run down. He was like, the, like you're the, the, you don't have to do all this stuff that you're doing. Like you need. He was like, I don't know. When's the last time you've taken like two weeks off and did nothing? I was like, I don't think I've done that since truthfully, since I was a physical therapist. He's like, yeah, dude, like you. He's like, you always talk about we're always talking about balance and all that stuff. And you're always like. Whatever, he's like, you have no balance. You're just working. You're doing way, 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 way too much. I was like, well, I have to catch up to the other podcasts. He was like, you're going to die. I was like, well, live stream my fucking funeral on Patreon. I will. I you will. will. Yeah. Do you th oh, God, dude. What if you die first? If you died, what would I do? If Pimp died? Well, actually, no. You know what? I got a solution if Pimp dies. Uh, the kid, uh, I forgot his last name. His name's Sartok. He's, uh, he, he, he's a fan. He, um, he uh, messaged me, and he said, hey, can I take pictures of your show in Seattle? I live in Seattle. I said, sure. Met him. He's the Indian Pimp. 
He, lo- he's, he dresses a little bit like Pimp. He's inspired by your work. He likes you. He's 22 years old. Loves you. Big fan. So I was thinking, I, I actually made me feel safer on him because I'm like, if Pimp dies, Athletic Greens, baby. You know why I have a stuffy nose right now? Because I've got to take my Athletic Greens before I went to Portland and Seattle. I love Athletic Greens. I take it. I take a scoop of the green powder. I put it in my drink every morning. And um, I love it. It's whole sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. They got 75 high quality vitamins. You know, I don't want to take a, a hundred pills. Pills, you know what I mean? Because my swallowing days are over. So I don't want to always be taking all these pills. So Athletic Greens kind of combines all the vitamins and everything into one powder. And it's the best. And it tastes really good. Sometimes I, I put it in like a, a protein shake or I put it in like my oatmeal or something. You, you know, they say you could just put it in water and you can and it tastes great. But sometimes I like to just live a little bit and go crazy. It supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Uh, 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 it supports mental clarity and alertness. Um, Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. That's huge. The third-party testing is huge. That means somebody who's independent of Athletic Greens tests it and says they like it or don't like it. Now, we're going to get you a nice discount on Athletic Greens right now. What they got to do, oh, right now, listen to me. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season like me, like an asshole. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chaos. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash chaos to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athleticgreens.com slash chaos. Here we go. Lucy, baby. You know Lucy, the nicotine alternative that I love. I'm telling you, my Aunt Eileen's been using Lucy. And we love it. It's it's in the family. Everybody loves Lucy. If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's product at lucy.co. That's lucy.co and use promo code chaos at checkout. Um, what it is, is it's a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. If you're interested in a way better way to use nicotine, go to lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code Chaos. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You heard it here first. Nicotine's addictive. So lucy.co, use the promo code chaos for your nicotine alternative. Go do it. The gum, the lozenges, they all got tasty, wasty flavors. I love it. Sorry, Tuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should because, because I really think Indian is the ticket. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't say fuck India. I just said I don't want to go to India. Actually, you know what? I take it back. I'll go to India. Let's go to India. Like that, like from, uh, I think it's Forgetting Sarah Martin. No, it's Knocked Up. He's like, go to India. Go to India. Want to go to India? Go to India. Go to India. Vladimir Putin um, cut off mid-sentence during a huge rally in Moscow. What happened? Do, do people, because the news keeps saying that the Russian people don't like this war, but these rallies has 60,000 people at them. He paid everyone to be there. You think so? No, he did. $5. Or five whatever the fucks. Rubles. Yeah, yeah. You know, the ruble, though, is like... So, I was listening last night to 60 Minutes. And the thing is about warfare now is it's not about, like, brute force. Like, even... He was saying, even if we got nuked, like, even if they nuked us, he said, which is highly unlikely, it's really about the, the our global and digital economy 
And even now, with just these three weeks, th their economy has shrunk to half the size. So Russia now has went to, I think they were fourth. They're like in like only in the top 30 now. So they're completely ruining. Oh, yeah. Like they're, yeah. they have no, like if you live in Russia right now, you, everything that you have a value is half. Yeah. And now U.S. intelligence is saying they're trying to overthrow him internally in Russia. They are. That's what they're starting to do. Interesting. I don't but, uh, know. Do you want to see him get interrupted? Something happened at this rally. Like First of all, I just want to say yes, I do. But uh, he's wearing a turtleneck. I got to wear more turtlenecks. I think, V, I'd like you to... I know it's summer's coming up, but I'd like you to, if you could, get some turtlenecks for the show. I want to do next week's episode or maybe the following episode in a turtleneck. Shout out. Go to patreon.com slash comedy. Let us know what kind of turtlenecks <laughs> you want me to wear. Because, by the way, let me say something real quick, and then we're going to Putin. What we did last week, the Patreon, because a lot of people, like, they, I don't think they know about the Patreon. We are, like, in a little bit in a box here on YouTube, a little bit, because we can't get demonetized, and we can't really say everything we want to say and go as crazy as we want to go, because YouTube now has become, like, a network where, like, you will just get thrown off. So uh, we love doing these episodes, YouTube, we have fun, but at patreon.com slash Comedy is where the gloves are off. We go absolutely insane. I told you about Euphoria. If you've seen Euphoria, if you know, you know, that scene, that's what we do. Patreon is like Euphoria. I'm the guy sticking my thumb in, in, in teenagers' mouths, but with jokes. Edit that part out. Um, no, I'm kidding. No, the, the Patreon is Euphoria. Okay, that's what it is. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. We're doing drugs. Um, I make believe I'm Zendaya. And we, it's literally, the Patreon is, is the place to be. Um, we, I think what we're going to do is because we have our comedy special coming out. We also, there's a lot of things that got cut. We're going to make a second comedy special, like a real comedy special, only at Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy because you guys, girls and babies are the ones that keep the show alive. You're the real true core fan base. Um, so, and a lot of you guys came out to Portland and Seattle. I meet you all at the meet and greet. Came out to Portland and Seattle. So thank you. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy is where we are unleashed, unhinged, where we're fucking going crazy. I do, I do almost every episode with one of my testicles hanging out. Let's see Vladimir Putin's turtleneck. What is he saying, V? <laughs> but you're from Europe. He looks like a turtle. He does. I'm telling you, dude. You see that? It just jumped. What was that? They're saying that somebody might have started screaming or some kind of protest. No one can explain why it would jump cut to earlier in the day. Interesting. And then it came back like in a few minutes. Maybe it's bad editing. What would you do if Russia called you and like, we want you to edit Putin's speeches? Would you do it? No. no. You wouldn't do it? No, of what course if not. Burger King's the only thing still doing business over there. Is Burger King the only thing that's... That's hilarious. Burger King is fucking holding out. Burger King and Nestle said, sorry, we're going to feed the Russian people. Yeah. Well, Coca-Cola, I mean... Oh, uh, no, no. Burger King's chains there refused to close. Got it. Yeah, because I know everybody else did. Dude, by the way, Coca-Cola pulled out, which 
is allegedly like a huge thing, like because like it's billions of dollars in the economy. So that's like crushing them. But Coca-Cola's new campaign, What's Your Favorite Coke, is a little bit like, I mean, I was watching it. I'm like, they're like, they know what they're doing when they say that. What's your favorite type? It says, what's your favorite type of Coke? I'm like, I, like, you know what you're doing, you fucking little scumbags, you know? Cocaine's another thing I'll, I'll, I'll never do. Drugs, I'll never do. Like not other than edibles, not even on the Patreon. No edible, no the edibles I'll do, and I'll, I'll I'll consider doing acid or mushrooms. But uh, well, mushrooms I already did, but but not coke. And no. I'm not judging people who do cocaine. I just don't. Uh, I have no desire to do it. I mean, I kind of am. You're gonna die. Like you saw the West Point kids die doing coke. Did they die? I thought they survived. I thought they died. They, I thought that, fentanyl, I thought that they survived because I heard, you can't kill American spirit. I heard even the EMTs passed out from the fentanyl. How do EMTs pass out? Like, because it's just in the air? Really? So who's, is the fentanyl, is that, is that, um, who's pumping fentanyl into the drug market? Do we know? But my, but my, my, okay. But, but my, um, my, uh, concern, is, uh, my question is, is like, what do drug dealers get out of putting fentanyl in Coke? But how do they get extra money? Fentanyl is a lot cheaper than Coke. Got it. But fentanyl is used like like in medicine. Like I think fentanyl is like a thing that they'll give you. Is it like um? Does it? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude! I can't believe I gotta go to fucking Austin and Vegas this week. Oh my god! But then, but then after April, we got April eighth in Indianapolis. Which come to that show? No, I mean I'll just be honest with you guys. Nobody's buying tickets to that goddamn show in in Indianapolis. So uh, I just, I mean, if you don't start buying tickets by next week, I'm canceling it. Um, no, I'm not. Uh, it's fine. But I wish more people were buying. Um, April 9th is in Denver at the Paramount. That show's going great. That's almost going to sell out. So get the tickets then. Get the tickets soon for April 9th. And then April 16th at in Norwalk, Connecticut at the Wall Street Theater. Um, but that's good because after April 8th and 9th, a lot of my gigs are I can drive to them because I, I got to just like stay off planes for a bit. I think like planes, like I, you know what I'm trying to manifest now? even though I love traveling and it's great to like get out there and like do the shows, meet the fans. And I, th I thought it's what I always wanted and it is what I want. I want to keep getting bigger, but you know, like, you know, I, I want to keep like, you know, going out to venues and seeing more of the fans. It really is like amazing when, when I get to feel that, but I, I'm trying, I want to manifest a radio show. Like I want to be on the radio. I want to be a radio guy in New York City. That's what I think I'm going to try to manifest now is maybe it's the Chrissy Chaos show, but it's on Sirius or something like that. I want to do things where I work every day, Monday to Friday or Monday to Thursday in the mornings, and then, like, I get paid to do that. I'm trying to manifest being home more, and but, like, working, but, like, you know, because it's my career. So we're going to pitch a, a television show about my life to FX, so maybe, and that would be filming in New York, so maybe that, maybe a radio show. Maybe this podcast gets bought out, and we just get to do the Chrissy Chaos podcast, but, it's, you know, it's from home, because I, I think to, to have to be like, hey, I have to go on the road to make this money, it's, it, I don't know how much longer I could keep that up. Like, a lot of people make their living like that, that they just go on the road, but I can't. And by the way, United is the worst airline in the history of airlines. 
I bought a first class ticket to go back from Portland because it's a red eye and I was like, I need to sleep. It was like, it was like sitting in a fucking, in like a, a, a Delta, it was like sitting in a coach seat, but it's first class. And then the meal that they tried to give me, they were like, would you like, um, it was like some type of like ragu. I was like, yeah, that sounds good. It was like Delilah made it. I felt it had like Lucky Charms in it. Like it was, dis- the food was disgusting. United Airlines, truthfully, is a, it's like, it's, a, it's the worst, I think it's the worst airline. I think for me, JetBlue, the mint, JetBlue mint, that's number one. Delta number two, American three, Southwest four, United is five, and they always cancel their flights. The flights are always delayed. My flight was delayed two hours or full out canceled. So what is going on with United? Who the hell is running United? It's, it's, I always have issues with that airline. Do you guys have one airline you stick with or no? No, they're all the same. Who cares? It's all the same. Del- you go with Delta. Delta. I'll even go with Spirit. You know what? If it gets I like me Spirit. there, let's go. Whatever, right? Have you ever had a problem with Spirit or not really? No, I just pass out. I just like take a melatonin and I just pass out. That's all you can do. That's all I do. That's all you could do, baby. <laughs> Speaking of passing out, that's what's probably going to happen to me. I'm sorry this episode's a little shorter. But I do have, I've did, I have like a fever, like a legitimate 101 ish fever. Don't feel good. I'm sorry, you know, if this was not one of our best episodes, or maybe you liked it. I don't know, but I appreciate it. Um, like I said, the special's coming out April 6th. So go to youtube.com slash Christy Comedy, like and subscribe. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy for all the f- wild stuff we do. And um, yeah, please come to the shows this weekend, Las Vegas, Friday. Me on stage with TT at the Win, um, and then April eighth in Indianapolis, April 9th in Denver, and April sixteenth at the Wall Street Theater in um, Connecticut. And on Patreon, by the way, we like to read out questions. Um, people from the Patreon, we read questions out. Usually, when we have a guest, we had no guest today, but we do. I do want to read out two questions from the Patreon because. It's just what we love to do. We like to, you know, you guys want to ask anything on the community board at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. We like to bring it to the real show. So this is from Weird Al Gore Vidal Sassoon. Funny name. It says, Chrissy, what if? Chrissy, what ifs? Would you rather have the ability to teleport anywhere in the world, but you lose all hair and nails on your body every time, or the ability to pull out a fresh $100 bill out of your pocket, but every time a tiny swastika tattoo appears at the bottom of your feet. So this is rough. Um, I would say, though, I would rather take the fresh 100 and the swastikas at the bottom of my feet because I'm always, I'm a guy who I don't wear sandals. So the swastikas on the bottom of my feet would only be my little secret. Nobody ever sees the bottom of my feet. Until my diabetes gets out of control and then I'll have to lose a foot and then they'll see that. But at the bottom of my feet is not a big deal. If they were over my eyes, then it's like I can't. But bottom of my feet, no problem to have a little swasty wasties at the bottom of my feet. Um, uh, let's go one more. Um, oh, what does this say? Oh, this is good. Somebody can go up a little bit, Pippi. From, this is from Brooke Long. Uh, Portland is a shithole is the, is the top of the... Is, is what the message says in black. Portland is a shithole. She said, came out to the show last night, had a blast. Love you, Chrissy, but my car got broken into, window smashed, expensive night. Yeah, it was probably the kid that I threw out that was dry. That, I'm telling you, this fucking, there's no police there. Um, oh, here we go. The Portland show. Who else just saw the show in Portland and stayed to watch the asshole go off on security like an absolute dick? And to that girl that was sitting next to me and got the video, I need that sent to me. Hey, that's me. I have the video, says Maddie Davidson. 
Yes, that was absolutely ridiculous, says Nick. Unfortunately, it became a multiracial issue in the end. Did it? Was it a race issue in the end? What happened? Man, this heckler sounds and probably talks like a drunk asshole. Hope this rude loudmouth got his teeth curb stomped. Well, we're not doing that, but... I didn't know that it turned into a race issue. What race? Well, I don't see color, but I guess you guys do. I don't know what the race of him was. I'm I'm glad I missed that show. Here was somebody said, "Why not? Why not? Fuck it! I named the special Jesus is trans. I am Poppy and Fauci gave me AIDS. That should be the name of the whole special." Yeah, we still are stuck on the name. I keep going back and forth. Where you at now? I'm leaning towards Special Weshy just because it's me. It's like uniquely me, but I don't love it. Um, I don't know. I, I know that the name is going to come to me when you put a gun to my head, and you're like, "You have ten minutes to figure it out, and then we'll figure it out." That's okay. what I know is going to happen. I'll plan on that. Yeah, because we're going to have to have the name. What do we have to have the name by, actually? Would it be good to have the name now? It would be great, yeah. Because you're going to have to put it up in the title card. I have to make a title card, yeah. Take photos photos of me? Yeah. Maybe we could do that in Vegas. Could we do that in Vegas? The the photos? We have your camera with you? What happened to the photo shoot you had? It got canceled. Because I I was supposed to do it today, actually. I couldn't. Well, you thank God you're sick. I know, So, but I still have to pay that deposit for for the fucking... Uh, studio they rented out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it went from, oh, I'm getting a, oh, oh, by the way, here's how I got G'd. I said I was doing a photo shoot for Vogue. Mm-hmm. No, I'm doing a photo shoot for a photographer that shoots for Vogue. So some photographer that shot for Vogue once in their careers, I'm doing a photo shoot with them, and then maybe they're going to put my stuff, they, they have a connection to get me into Vogue. I said, I'm not doing the photo shoot. So I'm just, I paid the money for the deposit, and then once it was explained to me what's actually happening, I was like, well, I'm, I'm not doing the photo. I'm just not going to do it now. I was like, I don't need, I thought I was going directly into Vogue, uh, which even that I don't care about. I don't know what these things are. I don't care. So I was like, I'm just not going to do the photo shoot, but I did get you to have to pay $500 for the security deposit. But we'll see. You know what? Why don't you get in line and fucking sue me, okay? Who's calling me now? Oh, Tim Dillon. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, want to yeah, put him yeah. on the show. Yeah. I do, but I don't. Ah, whatever. Listen, guys, I got to go pick. I got to go get yelled at by Tim Dillon. I love you.